It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah, you're awful. <laughs> and A.J. Applegar. It's Sin Shu Sin Shu Chu. It's a mouthful. Alright, alright. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Podcast. My name is Joe Bond, founder of fantasysixpack.net. With me as usual in uh I think he's in pretty okay shape tonight. We'll see. Hello. AJ Evergarth. What's up, man? Am I am I muted? <laughs> I don't know. Should we mute you? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Did you did you wanna talk about my sweaty balls? Yes, we're gonna mute. We're gonna mute AJ for the rest of the and show. I'm, I'm and on standby. <laughs> I just <laughs> muted him. No. Uh, anyway, so uh, I know it's a little bit later of a start than we usually have. I Don't apologize matter. for that. Uh, Way more fun this way. Um, yeah, it just gave AJ more time to prep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, so talk, tonight we're gonna be my covering. Questions, so. Stop talking. Uh, so tonight we're going to be doing the AFC South preview. Um, but before we get into that, just want to remind everybody to hit that subscribe button, follow button, like button, whatever it is. Leave those comments, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you are watching or listening. We appreciate it. And um, it does us a big help if you do that. Um, also want to remind everybody to uh, check out our new membership plans on Fantasy Six Pack. Um, we've got two packages. One, a draft package, where which includes our draft cheat sheet and projections only, uh, which gives you access to that through the beginning of the season. Pretty much, it's not really relevant after that. $20 for that. And then uh, if you want to pay monthly, $10 a month, you'll get a whole bunch more access, access to the cheat sheet and the projections, as well as our rankings, our Discord channel, where you get direct access to all of us and um, where we can help you all season long. And that is only $10 a month. So that is a great value. And we're going to be adding some more content behind that as well. Um, as, as it comes along, we're still building out everything that's going to go behind it. But um, that is a fairly uh fairly cheap pack package for for all the great content you're going to get including especially those those rankings during the season as well um we've got a lot of guys that have finished very very high in the fantasy pros expert consensus rankings so um but yeah let's jump into it here we are pleased to be joined by miss linda Lindellians. what's going on i said it right this time yeah, you crushed that. Um, <laughs> what a hellscape it was to get my computer cooperating for this show. But we got here, so that's all that matters. Exactly. Hey, I, I uh, yeah, hey, I wasn't, is, I wasn't, I wasn't throwing blame on anybody. Around, but, uh, I'm yeah. like peak ready to go. So 
technical difficulties. Perfect. But, but that's it, exactly yeah. it where okay. I want you to be. Okay. Yeah. It is okay. So, all right. Um, we're ready to jump through the AFC South, but we got one quick thing to do first, and we are giving away a Warrior Bowl spot this year, and we're going to do it on this show. And I ran the 100-yard dash on my phone while I was waiting for the fireworks to go off that went off like 40 minutes later than I thought they would tonight. One other reason why we're, we're late. But uh, let's let me let me see if I can share my screen here. And let's see. Is this going to work? Is this going to work? Yeah, let's do this. So this is the replay of, of the uh, all the entries that went in. So let's let's watch and see who our winner is. This only takes like 30 seconds, I believe. It's not that long. So it's always fun to watch these. Everybody gets their. Everybody gets their hopes up. <laughs> no, uh, uh, somebody Garrett at the top, Mr. Jim S6P, oh, by the way. Man, the runaway. Come on, Jim. Oh, yeah, Jim. Yeah, your boy Jim's in it. Don't pull yeah, the hammy. Oh, man. Don't pull. Ah. My hopes. 77. The winner. Oh, oh uh, damn it, Jim. <laughs> damn it, Jim. <laughs> Sorry. Lawyer. Uh, all right, good. so that is the winner. High hopes. Uh, I will be tweeting at you uh, in your DMs later uh, at this point <laughs> probably tomorrow but yeah. uh congratulations on the entry Some to the Warrior Bowl. it is an weekend, awesome awesome get a event. notification um you know it's like scott fishbowl mini honestly but uh you know they do it for great charity it is a great event so um anyway let's get rolling here i need to stop sharing you my screen stop sharing your screen yeah thank you that i'm giving <laughs> away right. every i don't even know yeah. what people just read there so whoa <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's let's jump into things here. I'm, a little, I'm a little off myself here so all right so let, let's jump into the afc south and so we like to start off things here with Oh, man, I didn't do Beer of the Week. Jeez, I suck. Uh, way off here. All right, let's do Beer of the Week. Everybody ready for that? AJ, Beer of the Week, you ready? Getting ready. All right. Mm, beer. All right, well, we're going to let our guests go first. Linda, What? Uh, I know it's not beer for you, but uh, what, what are you, what are you uh, partaking in tonight? I'm always truly lemonade. It's like a staple. It's dinner at this point. <laughs> I love it. It's I, I figured as much. <laughs> it's figured just, as much. AJ, you know, what you... It's refreshing. If I eat it with peanut butter crackers, it's kind of almost peanut butter and jelly oh, sandwich like. You're gonna make me fucking hungry. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> AJ's like, I'm gonna have to run to Taco Bell in the middle of the show. So like, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like <laughs> damn it, I just mentioned fourth meal. <laughs> Now there's peanut butter <laughs> crackers on the table, literally oh, somewhere. Man. Okay. All right. Uh, AJ, what are you drinking tonight, man? I am uh, drinking the Deschutes uh, freshly squeezed, oh, oh, sorry, solid, fresh man. squeezed IPA. Um, lots of hop. It's, uh, I like it's that one a lot. Freaking delicious. I don't know. It's it's like one of my favorite beers. Yeah, it's it's a good, it's a lighter one too, but it, it it's good, yeah, man. I, I mean, like it, it a lot. Uh, yeah, six point four. So it's I mean yeah. that's light for me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a lighter one. one. In what world? 
Yeah. <laughs> so I am well <laughs> in this world. You you want to listen to mine? Oh, so God. I'm drinking a Stone. It's one of the other brews that AJ brought me for my birthday. Stone You're Ruin welcome. Ten Triple IPA, ten point eight. So good. <laughs> and uh, it is so good. I would. You know when you like get the spins when you go to bed, so you gotta put like one foot on the ground. Oh, so you yeah, like yeah, yeah. keep yourself balanced. Do you guys not anyway? No, um, I don't think I, I don't think, I think have I've to done do that, that after like a beer and a half. I, like in I, the bar stool, just yeah. one foot on the ground. No, that that one I got a six pack for me and a six pack for him for his birthday. And then I was like, okay, I, I gotta find some this other is the last to give one. <laughs> his last one. <laughs> Just one a night. That'll do. Yeah, it's like, been it's I been sitting there the for a few weeks, like marinating because I drank the other ones a lot faster than I probably should have. Not surprised. But, but yeah, I give it a uh, give it a four a and a quarter on Untapped. By the way, so very very good. I do like it. So all right, well let's just get this show rolling here. Cheers. And um, AJ, have at it, man. Oh sure, just. just. Get me in the midst. You're the one that put the names down next to the question. So you. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, because these are all my questions. Sure. Sort of ish. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. So, the way we like to do these is uh, we start with a more NFL friendly question uh, before we get into the positions and everything for fantasy related. So, with the AFC South, this year i mean to me it just feels like there's been way more turnover in this division than any other division in football um since last season at least you've got the indie qb shuffle you've got the jacksonville coaching shuffle you've got the deshaun watson whatever the fuck that is going on uh, and then you've got Tennessee welcoming back Derrick Henry, you know, but also saying bye Felicia to AJ Brown. So there's been a lot of movement in this uh, in this division this year and, and this off season. So who's in the best decision? Uh, best position to win the division in 2022. This is like, listen, I know, I feel like the easy answer is the Colts, but I like the Titans coach better. And so for that reason, I lean the Titans, uh, Derrick Henry and, and just that system that they've got over there, I think leads towards a better record at the end of the season. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the Colts, but I like the Titans. Okay. Joe? I I don't know, man. I kind of I kind of think the Colts could take it. I mean, I just without that offense, just seems like it's gonna be lacking just a, a slight bit more than in years past. Obviously, even with Derrick Henry healthy, I'm just not really sure those receivers are gonna be able to even come close to what has been done in the years past. I think the in the offense as shocking as this is, it got an upgrade with Matt Ryan. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I think it's going to be close, but I do lean, I do lean Indy just slightly. 
Yeah, we'll get to our uh, division our picks later. Picks yeah. later, but uh, all right. So we'll dip into the quarterback position first. Uh, we mentioned Matt Ryan. Obviously, he is sitting at quarterback twenty, but right in front of him is Trevor Lawrence at nineteen. We've got Mr. Ryan Tannehill at twenty-three. We've got Mr. Davis Mills coming into his first full season as a Houston quarterback at 29. Then we've got a bench-ish person, uh, Malik Willis at 36. And we have a complete disservice to, you know, general popularity and or life in general I mean, Big Dick Nick is in this conference, and he is not even ranked. So I'm disappointed in that. But let's move on. Joe, you didn't want this question, so I will take it. No, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I thought you had the first one. For, I, did, I'm I, I do. I do. Anyway, uh, so Jacksonville is the first place we're going to start here. And, you know, James Robinson was a massive surprise for Why everybody in 2020. Had a talking quarterbacks, buddy. Quarterbacks, bro. Oh my god, I'm I'm that's why I said I still have the first one. Yes. So okay, sorry. Yes. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I told you I'm writing tweets and not paying attention. You go, man. Uh don't don't listen to me. I'm I'm off my game tonight. Fucking guy. Linda, I apologize for Never this. apologize. I want Over you here. to do karaoke, so this is really no <laughs> We will be there. You Hopefully, a karaoke? A yeah, little and bit that was phenomenal. You also watched him, <laughs> and then him dragged me up there to make more of an ass out oh, of myself. Yep. Uh, because I did not know the words to that song. And, um, you know, I was Apparently like I rock to his Will Smith at, at that point, honestly. So. Another story yeah, yeah. for another Not show. Join us at the Fantasy Football Expo. Maybe you'll see more of that, everybody. <laughs> yes. Come will. to the Fantasy Expo in August. Great time. Um, all right. So let's talk Houston here. Uh, obviously. Jacksonville. Sorry. Yeah. I don't, I don't, just just go back to your Twittering over there. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> On a scale of disgraced piece of garbage, Deshaun Watson versus Deshaun Watson circa 2018 to 2020, um, where do you expect Davis Mills to actually slot in for fantasy this year? I think Davis Mills is, first of all, easy to cheer for. So, like, I get the appeal of rooting for that thick-necked motherfucker, but I don't wow. think he's... <laughs> sorry. Am I allowed to say motherfucker? I don't yeah. care. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I am sure I have at some point. Okay, You're my fine. bad. Um, no, no. I don't ever, <laughs> if I can't apologize, you're not allowed to apologize. <laughs> Approved. Uh, but I don't think he's more than like a QB2. I get shooting for him if you're in a super flex league or really outside of a super flex i'm not super interested in davis mills 
He might be somebody, depending on how his season goes, that you can grab him when your starting quarterback is on a bye week, like in redraft leagues. In Dynasty, I'm not super thrilled about him at all. I don't think that he's the long-term answer there. Even if he plays well, I'm not sure that he gets the nod to be the long-term answer. So I'm out on him in Dynasty, but I get the appeal in super flex leagues or in in like best ball drafts on underdog. Okay. Joe, thoughts? Yeah, on, just uh, just notes? real quick, you know, like I, I agree with you, Linda. Like I, I think, you know, he's definitely just a streaming quarterback at this point. I, I will say this too, like I am way more interested in him in two QB leagues or Superflex leagues than probably most. You know, if, if you look back at the last five games played last season, he was um QB. Oh, where'd he just go? Um feel like he was way better than this, but I just lost it for some dumbass reason. Uh, but he, he, he actually had a fairly strong finish to the season. Um, he, he had a 27-point game, an 18-point game, a 14-point game, another 18-point game. Mixed it in with like an eight. But, you know, his last five games were, were pretty strong. Um, and that easily puts him into the, you know, top tier of QB2 territory. Uh, so I, I do like him. I mean, the, the passing volume is going to be there. The running game for Houston is not going to be good. Still, they're going to be behind in a lot of games. He's going to get a lot of garbage time. Um, you know, he, he <coughs> outside of the game against Buffalo, he didn't really turn the ball over all that much. So like, I, I think he's a, a safer QB two type of play, um, with, uh, maybe a little bit more upside than people think, but you know, I, well, nothing to do with him in like a normal 12 team, one quarterback league, though. So it's my QB one. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so let's move over, over here to Indy. And um you know, what um you know what expectations can we have from Matt Ryan? You know, do we think he's going to have a, a slight resurgence in Indy, or do we still think this decline is just gonna keep coming and um you know you're just completely off of him in redraft. I wouldn't, I think he's another example of like a great streaming quarterback in terms like nobody's going to take him uh, as a top 12 quarterback. I don't think, but I think he has top 12 upside. That offensive line is so much better than whatever is going on in Atlanta. And so for that reason, I think you can expect him to even possibly take a little step forward, in my opinion. Um, so I think he's a great guy that you can grab off the waiver wire when necessary, because I don't think he's going to be a quarterback that's drafted in your average one quarterback redraft league. He's he's the he will be a prime streaming. He will be in every article. I would guarantee it right now. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be a favorite DFS play a lot. <laughs> He'll probably be cheap enough in a lot of DFS. Yeah, weeks. I feel like he's the ultimate streaming, you know, week to week. Well, yeah. All right. Depending on how much he costs in DFS. And I don't I don't think he'll get to, you know, upper quarterback tier prices, even if he has some blowout weeks in a row just because of the fact that there's still going to be those top tier guys playing and you know people are going to go after them before they look at a Matt Ryan but I look at this and I like the situation because the offensive line is better um 
you know, the, the team has come out and been very vocal about how well he's playing so far and how surprised they are to see it. And it's like, wow, this, this old man can play. So I, I am expecting somewhat more of a, you know, Philip Rivers esque resurgence than a Carson Wentz, whatever the fuck disappointment that was. I say the the only no Carson Wentz disappointments. I'd say this before we move on to the next question, AJ is my biggest concern with him is we know that this offense is going through Jonathan Taylor, and so they will will pass a far they, less ton than they did in Atlanta for him. And that's where Matt Ryan got well, a lot of his value from was it was just a lot of heavy, value, value but because he had Julio Jones, he had Calvin Ridley, he had great receivers. <laughs> Indy doesn't have that caliber of True. receiver. They have a phenomenal concern, running back, right? You got to factor that in. Atlanta so. hasn't really had. So I think that it's, you know, it's going to come down to the fact of teams focusing on JT versus let's test Matt Ryan and see what he can do. And, uh, you know, I, I think he might surprise some people. I I definitely got him at the very bottom of my QB too. Yeah. I I don't think he's going to be not anybody I'm super interested in, but let's jump over to Jacksonville. Oh, are you sure you don't want to take this one Uh, again? No, I'm just kidding. All right. I didn't so take this one. I took the other speaking one. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, well, I, I I wrote this out as speaking of Wentz because you know you didn't read the question the right way, but um, his former head coach now, Dougie Peterson, finally got himself a new job, new gig, down in Jacksonville. Thank God, Urban Meyer is out of the NFL um, for a multitude of reasons, but. You know, now we've got a former quarterback mentoring a stud college quarterback. Um, I mean, what are you really looking at as far as Trevor Lawrence's second season with a more QE-friendly head coach? I'd like to start by saying I think every quarterback in the AFC South uh, deserves a... Before I give the answer, like all of them are just like, yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, like, that that's how I feel. like <laughs> maybe, maybe he's good. Sure, this is your answer for like 90% of this division in general, yeah. <laughs> not just yeah. the quarterbacks. Yeah. Also going to say for the running backs. I think it gets a little more bleak when we get to backfields, but <laughs> yes. uh, you know, I, I Trevor Lawrence had so much stacked against him with Urban Meyer as his head coach with the way that the, the his rookie season went is so abysmal. I think there's a lot to bounce back from. Yeah, Literally any step forward will be impressive. Unfortunately, I don't think, you know, they paid Christian Kirk like he's uh, Keenan Allen. And I just, Who knows? it's, it's concerning what they did to build around him in my opinion. Uh, but I don't think the defense got terribly better either. So he's likely going to be throwing a lot. And if they can get some kind of rhythm going in that offense, if Evan Ingram can hold on to a football, 
there's there's some hope there. Well, no, I, that's, just, that's, that's not going to happen. But, upside, but you have to be willing to risk it if you're taking him as I'm not. I'm not going to take him as my QB one. No, no, absolutely not. You know, I, the, I, one, I, I think one of the big things you have to worry about one. with the Jags, right? And yeah. they Division. didn't they didn't protect him. You know, they didn't they didn't go get any O linemen either in the draft. Like they got what. They waited to the third round. I know that the O linemen were not the the top picks in the draft, but when you drafted Trevor Lawrence the year before, I don't care. You pass on Trayvon Walker, you pass on whoever, or you trade down three picks and go get an offensive lineman and let anybody else take the D lineman ahead of you. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> oh, I mean, Sorry about that. Damn. Okay. Um, but like they just they still have not upgraded the line around him, and so he's still going to be running for his life. I think he's talented. We're going to see a much different Trevor Lawrence this year than we did last year. We're going to see a much different Jags team this year. Yeah. Um, that was just a just a train wreck. Well, the bar is in hell. So so yes, yes. The bar yeah. is so low for him to clear. So I think. Yeah. But I mean, he's somebody who I do think has some upside. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not going after him and, you know, in, in drafts right now. Like, you know, as you said, like none of these quarterbacks are really anybody that I care about in, in a standard redraft league. No. This is not going to happen. He had one exciting offensive weapon. If he had one weapon that I was like super in on. I would be, I think I would have a way different opinion, but I just, I'm not stoked about the offense as a whole. Yeah. He's just got a, I mean, he's got a lot of guys that you're always like, Oh, maybe, maybe he'll be good. He should be good. Like Chanel, right. You know, he said Kirk, yeah. Kirk is talented, but not a wide receiver one. We all, yeah, if he just like Travis ETN, so but is we've he never seen him play for that contract or is he just gonna be like, I got paid. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? So, all right, well, let's finish up here with the quarterbacks and um, Tennessee. So, you know, ten, Ryan Tannehill there is, is sitting there, but uh, I mean, do, do you think at some point Malik Willis will challenge Tannehill for that starting job? No, I do not. But like the most recent report was that Malik Willis might be the quarterback three uh, behind Logan Woodside, I think, was the name. He's I like find that hard to believe. Yeah, that's, that, that's Coach yeah. Speak, in my I opinion. just don't think. Like, I know the Tannehill that we I mean, saw last year. Strong name. From a fantasy. Strong name. <laughs> especially from a fantasy football standpoint, it wasn't a fun Ryan Tannehill. Not the Ryan Tannehill we drafted at ADP, but uh, I think he does enough. To, I mean, we saw them do enough to win, and when they're running it through Derrick Henry, it doesn't so much matter you know what what your quarterback's able to it's not as as crucial so yeah i, don't think I just wonder like that. at some point you know if you know robert woods i obviously can't replace ag brown and you know derrick henry isn't just going to be able to like put this whole Stop team on his shoulders about the future um, of the show. you know it could we're off the rails here do, do <laughs> they do Damn do it. they just turn him a week malik willis be like, let's see what we've got with this guy that's that would be the only thing with me, but I, I just I agree don't with you. think I just don't think <clears throat> with that coaching staff it falls apart to that point where they're like, "Fuck it, throw that guy yeah. out there, let's see what happens." <laughs> yeah, let's see what we got. 
seeing crazier thing happen. But, I, uh, I, yeah, I think with with Tannehill, like looking at his stats from last year, pre Derrick Henry injury versus post Derrick Henry injury. I mean, it was literally the middle of the season, so he had eight games with him and eight with or uh, nine without him prior to playoffs. I mean, they still won games. They still were able to compete, but it wasn't necessarily because Tannehill took on so much more and, and just, just took on a little less loaded. Like, um, I, I mean, his stats throughout those, you know, first half, second half were pretty damn similar. Um, and actually they were better in the first half because he had the protection of Henry. So I, I think he kind of, you know, he was tasked with having to do more, uh, you know, so to speak, and and take more of the offensive uh, load. He, he really didn't do much with it. So I wouldn't, I, I don't think Willis is going to challenge him this year. I think Willis is a project. I think he's, I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL, but I think he needs to learn. And, and I like this position for him. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it's hard for me to see him taking spots uh, starts. Sorry for, from Tannehill this year. So agreed. I think the season would have to fall off the rails before that. Happens. Yeah. Who knows if that wills, but all right, let's so, go to running all right. backs. Jumping into running backs here. Obviously, we have Mr. Jonathan Taylor at RB1. Fucker. We've got Derek Henry coming off injury, but still at RB3. And then you can draft a shit ton of receivers because the next guy up is James Robinson at uh, RB39. No, sorry. Hold on. No. Travis ETN. Ordered here. ETN. Yeah. No, I, I, I wrote them wrong so uh travis Etienne at rb 23 you can still draft a bunch of receivers um and then you've got stop get, get the fuck out of the cell so i can read it oh jesus christ uh <laughs> then you got robinson at 39 you've got you're 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 just fucking with me here now now you're hey, just left it alone just read <laughs> Uh, Marlon Mack at 49. You got Damian Pierce ahead of him at 43. Uh, you got Naheem Hines, um, more of a pass catching specialist at 46. And then our old friend from the AFC East, who's been in the NFC or sorry, AFC South for a couple of years now, uh, Rex Burkhead at 82. Wow, what a stud he is. Joe, take it away. All right, so the question that I was trying to ask earlier, uh, so Jacksonville. (laughs) uh, So, so yes, so James Robinson was completely came out of nowhere, it felt like, in 2020 and won some some managers' leagues. Um, But... um, you suck at reading what I wrote down, by the way. I do, because I don't want to read. Sorry, read the short question. Jesus. But then, yeah, but then in 2021, right, 
you know, it was supposed to be ETN, but then he was lost for the season. So James Robinson still became sort of a surprise, like at a cheap value in, in drafts. So now we got to focus on ETN a little bit more because he is back healthy. And James Robinson is, we still don't know. Like they're saying he's making progress, but there's also talk that he might not even start, be able to start the year. So um, what do we, you know, where should you be targeting ETN in drafts, you know, expecting, you know, him to be healthy and James Robinson possibly not healthy to start the season? I'm not like concerned with ETN's ADP. I understand his ADP. I understand they think he's going to get the work. We had all the hype before Urban Meyer season that he was running wide receiver routes and people were super hyped on that because their coach speak, you as you well know, coach speak doesn't matter unless it confirms your prior thoughts and confirms your biases and then it matters. And so Travis ETN was getting all this wide receiver work. I understand wanting to draft him. He's not a guy I'm super hype on grabbing right now, especially like he's not a guy that I think right now I feel confident that I'll be like, oh, I can't wait to start this guy every week. And for me, when I'm talking about redraft leagues, when I'm looking at a redraft league, that's my biggest concern. Mm -hmm. How much confidence? What are you doing? Don't I said, don't mind me. Like, Three seconds ago. Sorry. We, we don't we don't know <laughs> what AJ does anymore, talking. ever. <laughs> but he's just not I'm not like confident enough to to hit the button on him yet. But I understand his ADP. I don't think he's overdrafted or underdrafted. I think it's pretty fair for where he's at. I know a lot of people on Twitter are like, you guys, it's like you don't even care that Travis Etienne ran past some trash cans and no moving players. Did you guys see that? <laughs> again those trash cans were straight out of brooklyn they were tough competition (laughs) so i I get it he's not a guy i'm like willing to reach on nobody but i'll grab him if if he falls yeah i'm I'm not gonna go out of my way to like make sure i get him but he is his value in drafts right now is to the point where I'm like, I'm still all in on him. Uh, I mean, we're, we're talking, we're talking running back 23. And if I hadn't totally botched up all my screens right now, I could tell you who's going around him in drafts, but um, he's, he is going around a bunch of guys to that point where I'm just, and I know for a fact he's going around a bunch of guys at that point because I talked about it on the Jacksonville team preview show that we did on YouTube where none of those guys interest me. And if like I still need a running back at that point, he is 100% a guy who I think could far surpass the, the ceiling of anybody else that's going around him. And I mean, it's. You're Are you like me. a running back draft? You like, you like, like drafting running backs? I do, and and you know, but like I, I've gone, a, I've gone a little bit off of like heavy, heavy oh, running shit. back drafts is Going much around. more in the past. But this year, I'm looking at it, and I love the value of the receivers that are falling more so than the running backs. If yeah, you I will, if, if you miss back. on running backs, I'm just like, eh, it's not, it's not pretty. We went through all the ADPs and and uh, in ECR of a bunch of the running backs through all the yeah. team previews, and it's. 
it's not pretty once you get it's past a, the top like this has 15. nothing to do with what we're talking about but i just grabbed me an aj dylan and a melvin gordon and i'm like oh, i'm gucci they'll just <laughs> then like they go so late that's oh, not what we're talking about right. sorry to interrupt no oh, i mean right. i i get it i just i the ceiling of an like the ceiling of an AJ Dillon and the ceiling of a Melvin Gordon, unless there's an injury in front of them, are not like, there. We're gonna wholly disagree on that. But I think the yeah. way that we draft can interpret how we feel about ETN. Because I feel like if I'm taking him, I'm reaching a little bit for a running back, but you're talking about it from the prospect of like if I need another one. Whereas he would be my first running back, which I am not comfortable with he would be your second or third, which is totally comfortable. Like I, I 100% get that, but I think yes. the way yes. we draft, it's easy to view him differently. That's fair. That That's fair. I, I would, I, I could not take him as my first running back this year right. because I think I did that last year and Scott Fish and it <laughs> clearly effed me. So Although, um, to be fair, he's like, almost dead. Wait. I mean, <laughs> you're talking what? fifth round right now overall 49 you're talking you could still go but three receivers mm-hmm. and a tight end or three receivers and right and i think i would you be still more could comfortable. take him as your rb1 yeah, and I, I feel like the upside of etn is better than mel Gordon in a redraft league it could work mm. I think I'd rather. How do we know that? How can how can you know that though? (laughs) What? No what? Mel Gordon. Mel Gordon has been in the league and proven himself. Etn's been in the league and gotten injured and done nothing but disappoint because he got injured. So it's it's hard it's it's hard to put those about how bad the offensive line is. Like exactly. That's true, it's, but I it's think hard ETN to, still it's hard has hair those two and just all of a sudden be like, oh, well, ETN's better than him. I think helps him. I mean, I mean you're, yeah, still, I you're get, still rating I him as a rookie at this Javante point, so there is Williams. a lot of speculation. I get it. I, I get sorry. there's the Javante I Williams. It's him It's him or Dobbins, you know, like those guys Mel are Bill. all like there. But like after him, those next few, unless you really love AJ Dillon, which I get it, I like I like Mr. Quads, but like. Damian Harris I, I, and CEH and and those guys. The way we you watched said, AJ Dillon destroy like the fucking. I, I do, how but I also don't. I also am not. I don't see Aaron Jones going away enough that puts There's Dylan. There's just no nobody else there that I feel like both running backs can get a big enough piece of the pie. Like that's I just yeah. don't without Devonte there and. They've lost MVS. I, I mean, Darn. do they ever really have MVS, Mrs. Stonehands? <laughs> I mean, come on. That's true. That's true. Without that random target that Matt, uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers occasionally um, when he felt like it. Yeah. We're so, so off topic. I'm so sorry. Nah, it's okay. Yeah, no, we did move great. on. Great. Ask, ask the next question, AJ. I don't even know what the fuck we are. Um, are we still on running backs? Indy. Indy. That was easy. We're oh, on Jonathan Taylor. Okay. So, JT, I mean, clearly far and away the RB1 last year, but 
do we think he repeats as RB1 in fantasy for 2022 now that he's got a more competent quarterback under center? I think history is against a repeating RB1 season. Like it, it doesn't matter what's going on around him so much as like just the chance of history repeating it. It's been years since a running backs finished first overall two times in a row. And uh, I made it back to like 2018 before I gave up. Sorry. that That's how long my attention span lasted. Um, that being said, I, I don't see any reason why he's not the first running back you draft. I don't blame yeah. you for taking CMC first. If you are absolutely not worried about, you I know, don't. if you don't succumb to the, um, I can't think of the word injury shit. If you, what's the word in, in, injury history, injury, injury risk? risk. No, where you get it chronically and people are like, it doesn't exist, but some people think it exists. Oh my God. Injury prone. Jesus. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, there we go. If you don't think, if you don't like, succumb to the idea uh, of being injury I'm prone. <laughs> I understand. Speaking of injury prone. <laughs> <laughs> my but, brain by the way had you right gone back now. one year one more year linda you would have seen the todd Gurley repeated 2017 and 2018 listen todd Gurley hurt my feelings uh i'm just i just thought it was funny you went you went to 2018 and you were like i'm done i i got tired Ah. One more year, it was like he he was the repeating guy. Okay. I, I'm sorry, I'm I didn't want to. I just as soon as well, you said it, I was like, I feel like it was that year that I looked it up. I'm like, still, oh, yeah. holy hell! It like was. I feel like if you went back far enough, you'd be like, history doesn't. It doesn't. It its really friendliness doesn't. Right. It. it is very rare. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> It is. It is very rare. In fact, there's a lot of like. The top- I mean, I almost died over here because of this. So, take another shot, AJ. <laughs> no, no, never mind. I will. <laughs> Please, actually, don't. challenge accepted. <laughs> what did I just do? <laughs> oh man, you fucked yourself. That's good. Oh no, he's really gonna do it. All right, Linda, keep talking about uh. If you got any more thoughts, here's here's my dilemma. Again, I usually wait on running back. So, like, if I have the 101, I'll take Cooper Cup. That's where I'm at personally. Yeah, all right. So, so you think Cup's gonna repeat? I have no problem with his ADP. I have no problem with people saying he's the running back one. I think he probably is, but I don't. Well, so, so here's here's a question from Davis. Davis Peng, uh, would you take JT with him being with him having the best shot at? another top five season just kind of consistency like you know he's gonna be there because there's a lot of guys if you draft in the top five they don't finish in the top five yeah i think he's a very i think he's a pretty safe bet for top five outside of injury i don't see any scenario in which unless matt ryan turns into justin herbert i think you're safe you did this joe Ooh. see joe that's what happens all right, I'll get a sip inside. So let's jump over here to Houston. And, um, <laughs> AJ wrote this question, so I apologize for it. Um, no, I will read it. Uh, okay. No, no, no. Yeah, you can have this. Okay, thanks. So 
Marlon Mack got signed by Houston. Is he somebody that you're, you know, especially as somebody who's drafting running backs a little later, is he somebody that you're even remotely interested in taking at his current ADP of, I think it's what, 49, RB49? <laughs> yeah. I think my note said, like, eh. <laughs> like, no harm now, I think, at that point. But I think there are. are AJ, mute, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> You're out. <laughs> I think there are, are better upside options than Marlon Mack, uh, but I just don't. That backfield is a straight up avoid from me, regardless of value or like, oh, this guy's super cheap and might have upside. No. Nope. No, thank you. No. Yeah. I- <laughs> I'd be out. I mean, I really debated like on skipping this. there, but even then, it's kind of like I wouldn't feel good about it. <laughs> no, so no, there's there's nothing to feel good about drafting Marlon Mack. Excuse me, unless you not have not on Houston. <laughs> Grand Money. Yeah. When he was with Indy, maybe and a heavy IPA. That's that's the only time that that makes sense. And even then, you're like looking at it the next morning, like, "Fuck, why did I do yeah. this? I made bad decisions." <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's 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 pretty much right. what you have to uh, to live on. Close out the running backs, AJ. So, running backs here. The last one we have is obviously Mister Derrick Henry. Um, I mean, this offense has literally uh, Rabolo esque run through a healthy Derrick Henry, um, you know, for years, really. But 2022, we finally saw him fall victim to an injury. I mean, he's been one of the most durable guys out there. I mean, should we temper our expectations for Derrick Henry this year? Or are you still F it? He's he's still an RB1 regardless. Respectfully, Derrick Henry is a fucking monster, and I would never be like, you should temper your expectations. Like, <laughs> like if I can't say it to your face, then I'm not going to say it on Twitter. I think if if you're all in on Derrick Henry, yeah. then what? Like, there's no argument against it besides the people that are like, oh, once you turn 26, you're dead. So... Um, I like I don't I don't see any problem being 30. all in on Derrick Henry. Thirty. Once you turn thirty, as a running back, no, then you're dead. Sometimes it's like twenty. Did you see AJ like, Brown's tweet? Did y'all see AJ Brown's tweet today? This is this AFC South. Oh God, okay. No. no, it's great. It's um, it's about his birthday, I think. Linda, you might like that. <laughs> look at our look at the quote on the message. Fuck yeah, David. David I I have it. the tweet. It I have the tweet, Linda. If you need it, yeah. I, uh, it's it's not even June thirtieth. To be honest, lol. It's really thirteen months in a year, and I don't think nobody knows what day or year it really is. So maybe <laughs> it's my B day, or maybe it isn't. Maybe I'm twenty five or eighteen. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, is that a knock on baseball? AJ, was he partying was with you earlier? Good lord. What? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, 
us AJ's got to stay together. Uh, <laughs> we know how to party and we know how to do things right. So, so I, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I, will, I will say this. Maybe uh, I did tweet that for him under his phone. I don't know. I will say and this he, about Derek he said Henry. He went to the bathroom and to watch his drinks, but he didn't say anything yeah, on that phone. Too. So that's cool. So I'll say this about Derrick Henry, and this is something that uh, Davis brought up, actually. So, Davis, I'm going to credit you for this, for making this point made, is his workload really wasn't as much. Like, people always stress the workload, right? 300 carries and 378 carries in two straight seasons. But the workload before that, like, wasn't really massive for him. Um, He always was kind of sharing the backfield. Had 110 carries in 2016, 176 in 2017, 215 in 2018, which, yes, is quite a bit, especially now with, you know, all the the heavy running back timeshares that we're getting. But, you know, this is the guy who 6'3", 250, 250, sure. Yeah, well, it's probably better than that. So, Rick. This guy is going to just be able to feel like if the if the foot is truly healed, I have no issues with him in the top three, top four of, of any draft. No. So uh, I'm I'm all in for it. But uh, let's move on here to the receivers here and rip through the the ADP real quick. If my throat lets me do it, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, Michael Pittman, wide receiver, nineteen. Brandon Cooks at wide receiver, twenty three. Traylon Burks. 31, Robert Woods, 44, Christian Kirk, 47, Alec Pierce, 66, John Mechie, 76, or 73, sorry, Marvin Jones, 81, LaVisca Chenault at 86, Paris Campbell at 90, Nico Collins at 93, and then Nick Westbrook Ikine at 101. And I don't know if I said that right. Yeah. Um, so, AJ, first question. Well, you fucked that up a couple of times, but uh, we won't talk about that. Um, so, Mr. Robert Woods, uh, we talked about Tannehill being. I mean, can 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 Robert Woods and rookie Traylon Burks really fill this void that has been left with AJ Brown leaving for? The EJ, the ELLs, Eagles. I spelled it I, somewhat, sort of. You crushed that. <laughs> you nailed that. Um, I screwed up what, AJ? <laughs> I was trying to read down. You know how, like, Kansas City fans are like, now Tyreek Hill is gone, but we <laughs> refilled it with MVS and Juju Smith Schuster, Michael Harbin. They'll all equal yeah. Tyreek Hill. And that's just that's not that's, the math ain't mathin. That's not how it works. No. The math ain't mathin. No. I'm gonna quote no, that. That's, I, I that. feel I very hundred percent agree. I mean, it's I feel very similarly nope, about AJ up. Brown. Like, I think AJ Brown, uh, as much as the fantasy community loved him, maybe the regular NFL community didn't realize what he did, or, or I I'm not sure. But there is no world in which Traylon Burks who I think can be a fine NFL wide receiver. Personally, there's some concern with the fact that he's struggling through uh, early rookie mm-hmm. camp and stuff. And I, I, and I understand we went through, well, it's just like Jamar trace dropping passes. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. No, it no. isn't. 
He has Physical a health concern that has been an issue at practice. That's yeah. not dropping a football. We collectively agree that drop passes don't matter. We do not collectively agree that health concerns yeah. are an issue. Um, so, so that concerns me. Robert Woods is also coming off an injury. And we love Bobby Treves when he was on the Rams and he had Sean McVay and it was a pass heavy offense, but what, what changes for him going to the Titans? I don't know. I don't think Robert Woods or uh, uh, AJ Brown. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, AJ Brown was with you. He was a, a, a solid target because of his skills, but, it's still a run first offense. And, and and I think it's still going to be, um, you know, bringing Henry back. So I just, I just think this, this void, so to speak, isn't going to be filled with this. And, and I love Bobby trees. I, you know, I love the upside of Burks, but you know, it's, it's a prove it thing to me. So AJ Brown's a, a different animal, dude. Yeah, yeah I, I I don't see any way that this that they're gonna be yeah. able to find that kind of replacement. Which I would. do think Hurst Tannehill like, just I, came I, off I, an injury. Show me your 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 whole upper echelon here of, yeah. uh, also, of muscle. Um and then maybe I'll uh you know pitch <laughs> tight somehow. Um, you were gonna you were gonna say something else? But we're also talking like AJ Brown was so appealing in PPR leagues because he's a target hog. When you're replacing one target hog with two guys that have wide receiver two, you know, uh, a stronghold on wide receiver two ism, it's it's tough to like get excited about that. Like you said, it's it's a run first offense. So yeah, AJ Brown was attractive because he was the option. Like, so yeah, the one passing option that you can rely on. Like, exactly. oh, you that's cool. We're still going to throw it to this guy because he's better We're than only going to target AJ Brown. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's better than you. <laughs> um, yeah. Davis, the remedy to drop practice was working on technique. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm totally with you there. But uh, let's move wrong. on here over to Houston and. Really, the only the only guy that we care about over here is Brandon Cooks, and uh, you know he's back to back thousand yard seasons, back to back six touchdown seasons. You know, can we count on that as the floor, and maybe get more with a second season of Davis Davis Mills? Like, you know, I don't think Davis Mills can get worse. <laughs> so, like, could we expect possibly more from him? And like, if so, I mean, possibly impossible. ADP wide receiver twenty nine might be pretty good, especially in PPR think, leagues. Yeah, I think Brandon Cooks is a guaranteed wide receiver two, like probably a high end wide receiver two in that offense. The surprising thing to me when you read ADPs was that John Mechie is going before Nico Collins. Now, I, I. I I'm just I'm a Nico Collins now. Toy. Yeah, I'm a, I can't I can't stop I won't stop. But Brandon <laughs> Cooks is such an easy scoop up. Scott Fishbowl, underdog best ball, regular best oh, ball, yeah. any of it. I it doesn't matter how many times we say it. It's like we say it every fucking <laughs> Look, off season. My division and might be listening. And I know they are. Never mind <laughs> He's not. 
sexy or exciting so people don't like him but he's such an easy grab every single time like i'll be like i should probably take a running back now but brandon cooks is there i do it every time it's like i have i agree running back i agree i you know I've, but brandon cooks is there damn it <laughs> do it you just you're like Outside of 2019, when he had just a abysmal season, Brandon Cooks has been severely underrated every single year, it feels like. A thousand yards plus every single season. He's had, though, too. I mean, he's always had good quarterbacks. Well, no, 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 he hasn't. But, I mean, come on, New Orleans, and then he had Jared Goff in the Rams. It was just the Rams offense, but Jared Goff. But you he know, it was it was he didn't always have good quarterbacks. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> keep it rolling, AJ. All right. Okay, okay, okay. I'm glad we can keep you entertained, Linda. <laughs> All right. So I don't even know the fuck we are. Jacksonville. Yes. All right. So this is kind of a quick one, but what are you? Or who are you buying more at their ADP for the Jags this season? Kirk or Chenault? I've never been a LaVisca Chenault girl. I am probably never going to be a LaVisca Chenault girl. Um, I don't mind Christian Kirk, again, in best ball, where he might have some boom weeks. But... uh, I think that whole offense is going to take a year before I get in on any of them. I think there is a lot of prove it and a lot of money dedicated to fucking figure it out. So that makes me nervous. And um, so, so Christian Kirk on the off chance that I'm feeling ballsy that day, but I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty staunchly anti LaVisca Chenault. I'm like Chenault because I have him on one of my dynasty teams and I have to like him. But uh, I'm with you. I, I want Kirk at the ADP if I had to choose between these two. Although at the same time, too, like if I'm to that point and I need a receiver at my drafts, I mean, I'm looking at Kirk going in front of Sky Moore, right behind Christian Watson, right behind Chase Claypool. We just. Trash Chase Robert Lincoln's Woods kind of number three would yeah. wide receiver in NFL. Chris Olave, Brandon Ayuk, like he's going behind a lot of all of them right there. And then like even just behind Kirk, Jameson Williams, Kadarius Tony, Gallup, Boyd. I mean, like it's it's sort of. I would take Boyd over and maybe maybe Boyd, but Boyd is the three on his team. And to where we just talked last week where a team can support two good receivers, three really good receivers is pretty tough. So Boyd is definitely. So that's where it comes down to. That's where it's like, nah, nah, you can't do it. But Mm. Kirk at least is going to be the one. And they paid him like a one. They're going to force feed him like a one. So at least at 47, that's where you're going to force feed him like a one. And he's going to show that he's actually a three. So. (laughs) <laughs> Still though, when you're talking about a bunch of rookies, and yeah, like I'll take Kirk over all the rookies any day. And I will take Etn's 
number of targets and actual catches from those targets over Kirk right now, right now, write it down. It's happening. ETN will out catch and out target Kirk. I'm going to write it down. Uh, he won't oh. target, but no. Okay. Maybe not All out right. target. You but said to that, write it down. That, that's that's the that's the questionable thing. But out, so we're gonna have Linda on in week eighteen to call you out on this just for Fine. that purpose. Fine, anyway, do it. Let's finish up here. I'm with calling it now. Christian Michael Pittman. Boom. Uh, I mean, he is. Do not draft. Uh, Michael Pittman's the receiver that everybody likes uh, out of Indy for very good reasons. It, is you know, is there anybody outside of him that you see as even coming close to a wide receiver two or wide receiver three for this team? You know, Paris Campbell has been sort of showing flashes in the past, but a- anybody. You want to go? You want me to go? I like- you can go. <laughs> I like you Alec go. Pierce. Okay. Again, in best ball, like taking a swing on him late. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I, I think that, I don't know, we've talked about it really kind of being a run first through Jonathan Taylor. It'll depend on how Matt Ryan uh, makes himself in in Indiana, but I don't mind Alec Pierce late. He's not a guy that I'm going to look at and go like, oh, can't wait to start this, this dude. Uh, yes. but, but I don't mind him late. Paris Campbell... <laughs> I think I've I've watched that train get rolling and then run into a brick wall too many times. I've never been on it, but I've watched it enough to go like I'm, I'm good. Still on it. And so Yeah, Dynasty League crushing me. <laughs> yeah. So I think I I think I'm Michael Pittman or bust in terms of pass catchers in uh in Indiana. Or in, I agree. in Indianapolis, whatever. I I'm not good That's at geography. Fine. I just say Indy. It's it's yeah. You can just say the Colts. That's that that we're good. In the Colts. <laughs> in the Colts. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is what happens when the show goes to eleven forty at night. Everybody, shut up! Shut up! God, oh, this is entertaining. I'm, sorry. I'm having fun. I just, I'm not apologizing. It's just. This is funny. Why don't you just answer and keep going on, bud? I'm trying to, but you keep fucking opening your mouth. Shush. Cool. All right. So tight ends. Um, we've got Ingram, who we've mentioned. We've got Austin Hooper, who we've mentioned. We've got a Mo Alley Cox, who we've mentioned, and we've got Brevin Jordan, who nobody's mentioned. Um Orders there are TE24, 26, 32, and again, not ranked. So we got a Dan Arnold at 44, by the way. If anybody cares. Nope. Nobody cares. Um I do. B3. <laughs> I'm so just giving you shit. This is why you ruin the show. This is why you ruin the show. Every fucking week. Uh-huh. Do you see, do you, do you see oh. what I have to deal with with that? I mean, I by the way, Brevin Jordan is twenty-eight. I, just, to, just to warn you, so somebody didn't write this down right. 
Oh, now now you're you're criticizing my writing? Wow. I feel like I, I, have to have I don't know. I don't know who put the ADP in. It just that is Jordan's twenty eight. I just saw it. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm well, I put this it. in the other day and didn't see that, so <laughs> that's my bad. <laughs> I'm just fixing it, so I told you he's twenty eight. <laughs> great great I've noticed it I'm sorry. this show also brought to you by covid Fuck yourself covid <laughs> uh, so anyway tight ends we're way off the rails at this point and um i'm just gonna go ahead and ask both of them uh you know we were talking about indy we were talking about Pittman, but mo alley cox now he doesn't have Jack O'Doyle rules uh, to deal with. So, <laughs> see, you're, you're deep in thought, Linda, or just trying to hold back. I have back. a lot of thoughts. <laughs> there's our thoughts here. And Here's or, oh, just, 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 just go. Just go I with just, your thoughts. I don't I even... Just... I just don't really even care love Woods. where we are with tight ends because they I just suck really in love Jelani Woods. That's <laughs> what it comes down to. I love Jelani. I love that draft pick for the Colts. I so yes. for that reason, I can't be hype about Mo Alley Cox. Like I, I don't want to get on the Cox train because. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I have allergies. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I love Jelani Woods. Still, still is it, by the way, making our hype video for the still show. Still allergies. They're terrible. This mid-Atlantic region. I'm telling you. Get do not it. move to the mid-Atlantic region if you have allergies. You are... A okay, all right. You know, I just I muted myself purposely for that. You, Linda, the floor is. I yours. wouldn't have muted that as well as you. Did, I didn't. But, I didn't really. But mute uh, it. I, I just can't. I can't get on on Mel Alley Cox because I love Jelani Woods and uh, I think he is not a great blocking tight end. So he's going to get some work in the yeah. pass catching game. Agreed. And uh, for that reason, I I can't get I can't get hype about Cox. There's nothing to like about this tight end room for fantasy. They're all DFS streamer plays, in my opinion. Uh, Maybe Ingram actually figured out how to catch footballs again, but other than that, nothing. I I don't mind Evan Ingram late in best ball drafts. I don't mind Evan Ingram. In best ball, maybe. Yeah, yeah. In a best ball. He could be a top two target on my team. Listen, that was a good idea. I, yes, it was. Yeah, best ball. I, I I can get on board with that. Like redrafting, he hail no. <laughs> not not gonna happen. I like watching. We muted AJ, didn't we? He <laughs> 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 never know. He even know. Fuck you guys. First of all, as I, I was saying, go ahead. go ahead, go ahead, try to do it again. Do it again. I got my mouse ready. I got my mouse ready. You know, now. once we mute you, you can't unmute us. Or you can't unmute yourself. Bullshit. That was fantastic. No, he anyway. he can, Joe. He can. Oh, I can. can I thought him. anyway. I can do everything. <laughs> can we just close it out, AJ? I think we're done with no. talking about that. <laughs> God, of course. You missed that whole fucking thing. That that was 
gold. That was goddamn gold. And you're like, we muted you. Idiot. Um, sure. Let's just let's just close it out. Who the hell is this? Davis. Davis. See. All right. All right. Davis. Davis. Jordan, the third or fourth most fourth. targeted rookie tight end. It's pretty impressive. I agree. We'll see what happens. Okay. I, don't, right. I mean, again, these are all guys you can wait on in drafts. You don't have to draft yeah. any of them yeah. in, in normal leagues and just just, just take Mark on. Andrews and don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Andrews draft and Kelsey and, tight end you're, early you're, and you're good. Yeah. Other than that, you're just praying you find the Devin Knox who's gonna the Dawson Knox Dawson. who's gonna score tight nine tight end, nine touchdowns randomly out of nowhere. So all right. Linda, let's finish things off here and uh, give us your division standings predictions. And I know we kind of alluded to this earlier, but let's round it all out. Fuck. Um, Okay, my phone died, which is where I had it opened at. But I think I had it. (laughs) Titans, Titans, Colts, uh, Jags, Texans. Although I think the Jag Texans might be like volleying it back and forth. And I just also want to say, this is like a total side note, but if you're playing Scott Fishbowl and you're thinking, I should draft a kicker, and you look at Rodrigo Blankenship, who plays with the Colts, so it's totally relevant because it's AFC South, don't do it. He has only attempted a 50-plus field goal four times in his entire career over the last two years. It's not worth it. Just I know he's fun because he wears the goggles and he's a Lego nerd. I get it, but just don't do it. All right. Not worth it. And trust me, <laughs> this girl knows kickers. If you don't know oh, that yeah. already, you're an idiot. Second of all, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, I, I love all of our listeners, all of you. Uh, but uh, yes, if you have kicker questions, please, 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 please direct them to Linda because she will answer them and you will be thankful. Most people won't. <laughs> yeah, I don't answer those questions. <laughs> okay, for the six of you listening that are actually playing kicker league, thank you. They'll appreciate that too. You, know. you will appreciate this. AJ, where are the division standings for mm. the AFC South? Wow. All right. Um, I'm going to give it to my boy, Dougie Fresh. It's going to come out on top. Then it's going to be Indy one game back. And uh, I don't really care about the other teams. So, yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll figure it out. <laughs> At like five and... How many games do we have? 18, 17? So, yeah. Yeah, five, you and five and twelve. All right, so yeah, I'm going. I'm going Colts. Like I said before, I think Matt Ryan's going to figure this out. Uh, the Titans will finish second. I do think like it'll be like a like a nine win season for whoever's up top. Like it's not going to be pretty. Um, the Jags by surprise and win like seven, eleven, uh, and then Houston's going to be straggling behind. You know, maybe win Houston's like six or five at best. So that's what I got. Uh, Linda, I want to thank you for coming on and joining us tonight, even though it was a, you know, a little bit later night than expected for all of us, but uh, I had a great time. And, uh, but before we let you go, want to let you uh, have your chance to 
tell all the listeners where they can find your stuff this this season. Well, thank you guys for having me on again. I apologize for my computer taking <laughs> it. Okay. Don't, no, to, don't uh, ever apologize that. for Joe. He's he's an ass. <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter at Lindellians, and then like all of my work is on the Matthew Berry Fantasy newsletter. It's completely free. We started teasing this week. We are uh, dropping an entire website on July 5th. So make sure you subscribe again all free so just uh check it out it's great it's great stuff there's a ton of content ton of content kickers if you're in a league with kickers please 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 pay attention to linda because (laughs) she is all about the kickers absolutely appreciate that all right well have a good night linda thanks again for joining us and uh we will see you at the fantasy football expo if not before yes Sing some karaoke. Karaoke is happening again. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> All right, Linda. Have a good night. See ya. <laughs> All right, AJ. Uh, it's late enough, I think. Yeah. No more things to talk about. So no, no, we will good. talk later. Peace. All right.